morning, everyone. It's time for another Daily Live webcast, the webcast that happens Monday through Friday here at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on YFELive.com. Today is Focus Friday. So Fridays we talk about things that we can do to improve ourselves or improve our businesses. And today's Focus Friday topic is actually on a very popular article that has been going around on Forbes.com. And this is by Jerry Stangle, and she is actually the founder of Ventureer.com. She's the president as well. And so it's called 11 Reasons 2014 Will Be a Breakout Year for Women Entrepreneurs. And this has actually been shared now over almost 90,000 times. So it's a very big deal. I know there's been big mentors like Allie Brown that have shared it with their community. And it's really caught fire. So we welcome Jerry here today to talk to us a little bit about uh, what we can do knowing that 2014, we've been set up to win as female entrepreneurs. So Jerry, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, Jen, thank you so much for having me on the show. So, Jerry, I mean, we've been talking about you as a Forbes contributor, but you're much more than that. Like we said, you're the president of Ventureer.com. So tell us a little bit more about what Ventureer does and uh, how you help small businesses, nonprofits, and that type of of organization. Absolutely. So um, we are a market research and... um, uh, marketing company that uh, and content marketing company that works with corporations that want to build thought leadership visibility and brand loyalty among small businesses. So um, we provide materials for corporations, uh, branded materials to reach small businesses, and that can be training materials, it can be webinars, uh, ebooks. Uh, it runs the full gamut, and including uh, doing market research surveys about, let's say, social media uh, habits. Very nice. And so in 2014, uh, you've really put together a lot of data, and it sounds like that's something that you pay close attention to at Ventureer, so you're an expert on the topic. And you've said that, unfortunately, for 2014, for those that are employed, things might not be looking like they're getting better, but for female entrepreneurs, we've really been set up in the past year to succeed. And so what are some of the notable examples, data, and numbers that you've listed in this article? Okay. So, um, you know, at the high ranks uh, in the corporate world, when you're talking about boards and the C-suite, women aren't making progress. And there was articles and articles coming out at the end of the year, and I'm going, oh, my God, that's really, really terrible. And when I started to think about the year that I've been writing about, I realized there was a ton of research saying that, you know what, women entrepreneurs are making the dial move. So uh, one of the first uh, pieces of research that I uh, talked about is that um, women who own businesses that are uh, more than $10 million, they have grown in numbers um, over the last decade by 57%, and that's 50% higher than um, all businesses that are uh, $10 million or more. Um, Another um, reason for optimism is that women are raising more mon- money, both in the angel and the venture capital world. So, um, angel uh, angel investments of women-led businesses increased by 40 percent. A- uh, venture capital investments uh, increased by 20 percent. The numbers are still still small, but we're moving the dial, and it's really really exciting. Um, Another uh, research survey that I was uh, um, citing is one um, commissioned by Dell. Um, They took a look at entrepreneurship, women entrepreneurship, across 17 different countries and found that uh, in, um, uh, that the the U.S. was ranked number one. I'm sure we have uh, um, uh, 
there are still barriers that we have to overcome, but we're absolutely uh, making progress. So now you talked about angel investors, and this is one of the big things that we've always talked to, uh, especially women in tech. And yesterday we had on the founder of Spill, and she was talking about how she had raised about $640,000 primarily from angel investors. So when we go to fundraise, should women-owned companies be looking at other female angels, female-led venture capital firms? Should we be looking at these, as you're saying, you know, more and more women are becoming wealthy and more and more women are getting into angel investing. Is that something that we we should prioritize? So um, I'm going to say it depends. Uh, it depends upon what your sector is. So um, if you're if you're in the consumer technology sector, uh, that may make sense because women are going to understand your uh, business model uh, uh, particularly well because women are now the dominant users of uh, the internet and social media and uh, mobile. But if you're really in B2B technology space, there's going to be way more male investors, um, and you're sort of, you know, cutting your nose uh, off to spite your uh, face if you only go for uh, women investors. There definitely are uh, women angel investors out there and venture capitalists. I think there's a fund, Illuminate, uh, that just raised $20 million. You definitely, you know, if you're in the cloud space, you definitely want to knock on their doors, but um, I would not narrow my focus to just women. So what would you say to these women that are looking for funding right now, whether it's in the tech space or it is in um, something more of a service-type business? Uh, what would you tell them if they're feeling stuck and they don't know where to go? Maybe they've already pitched a few people and they've gotten a few no's. What would you tell them? So um, you really have to become an, ans- uh, 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 an asking machine. A few no's is, you know what, no big deal. Just get out there and keep pushing and pushing. You have to be sort of like a weeble. You know, they fall down, but they bounce back up. Um, You have to constantly expand your network, and that may be the most uh, important takeaway, is that the larger and more diverse your network, the more likely you are to grow your business big. So you want to look for uh, or include people that are the movers and shakers in your uh, specific industry. Um, You want to meet people who know the angels and the venture capitalists who can open the door for you. Um, because, uh, you know, a warm uh, handoff is going to work a whole lot better than trying to go sort of over the transom, um, you know, and approaching them if you don't know them. Well, and you wrote another article. I should I should make sure that people check it out, too. I'll link to it uh, below this video. And it was called Six Secrets of Women Entrepreneurs Who Built 10 Million Companies or $10, $10 million companies. So and this was something that I thought was also kind of a, a nice compliment as far as the past article, the one that's popular right now goes. So hopefully everyone will check it out. You talk a little bit about the funding in that article as well. So now, I mean, we're talking about females and um, and the focus is on us taking action. But you, one of the, the indicators that you listed for success was that men are bullish on women. And this is actually something that's pretty controversial right now within um, the Twitter sphere because there's been a couple notable uh, tech conferences that have come out with all male speakers. And so women are again talking about why do we need these men to help us? And uh, is I, they're getting sick of the idea that, you know, oh, I'm helping these women out. So do you feel like men need to be there in support of women in order for us to break that glass ceiling as you talk about in the article? So yeah, I do feel strongly that we need men. Um, there's still the, 
know, uh, 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 they still dominate the power structure. Um, so if you want to make it to the top, you need to um, work with men to get to the top. And the other issue is that, you know, the world shouldn't be just all women and just all men. Um, we live in a diverse world, and we want to make sure that um, we're working together because most of the research shows that it's diversity, that it's um, uh, the reason that um, uh, companies succeed is because of uh, diverse points of view. So um, I don't think you should turn to, let's say, an all-female network or a more, an all-male network. Well, and I love that point that you made in the articles because, I mean, I mean, you're talking to young female entrepreneurs right here. But yeah. at the same time, I don't, I would never go to someone and say you have to join this all-female network and just expand in that way. I think you, you're you right. There is so much value in having that diverse perspective and the, div- the diverse network as well. We came, I came from the hosting industry where we would go to a conference and uh, my partner and I, we were the two women in a sea of men. And it was something to take back to our female networks too and say, why aren't you talking to more men? As you know, as much as it's so nice to talk to other females and it makes you feel comfortable, it does help a lot to expand your network. And so in the article, you uh, a quote from you is that women are building a vibrant and layered ecosystem. And you mentioned the idea of super connectors. And this is a buzzword right now. Everyone wants to be a super connector. So how in 2014 can we become super connectors? What actions should we take? So I'm going to say that it's going to, you know, your, the venues that you go to are going to be different depending upon the sector or industry that you're in, but getting out there and networking and meeting people, but going more specifically to the places where the movers and shakers are hang, hanging out. If right now what you need is um, angel financing and venture capital, then you've got to go to the events that cater to angels and venture capitalists. If um, you need industry expertise, then you're going to be going to your industry associations. And many of those associations either have um, separate women's initiatives or separate entrepreneurship initiatives. So they're trying to help in both respects. So they may be able to partner you with mentors within their organization. Very nice. And now, so since we're talking about mentors here, Another thing that you listed at the very end of the article, which I thought was the biggest takeaway here, is the idea that uh, women can help other women. I mean, there's that famous quote that Taylor Swift has made popular again for the young people by uh, the former Secretary of State, Madeleine Albright, that uh, there's a special place in hell for women that don't help other women. And so at the bottom of this article, you listed that women should open up their Rolodexes, help other women out, and make connections. So if we're a young female entrepreneur and we recognize that maybe there's, you know, the Sarah Blakely's, the people that are where we want to be, if we want to connect with them and ask them for advice or ask them for a connection, what's the best way to get their attention without, uh, without um, I don't know how better to say it, without mooching on their t- <laughs> off their time? Okay, so um, it may be um, setting your sights more realistically, so a billion dollar... Um, <laughs> maybe uh, not the way to go. <laughs> maybe, maybe Sarah isn't the person that you want to aim for, but you absolutely should aim for a woman running a $10 million company or a $15 million company. That's great advice. Um, and when you're um, meeting with, whether it's a woman or a man, it doesn't really matter, um, they need to know what you know as much as you need their connections. So there's insights as a young person that you have into an industry 
um, into the way uh, millennials or younger people think that um, uh, uh, an older generation or the more successful uh, 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 person uh, may not be uh, in touch with. So it is a two-way street when you're uh, trying to connect uh, with any entrepreneur, whether it's male or female. Um, you have to remember that it is a give and take. Well, and I love that you brought that up because there was an article recently that we talked about on GenCast that uh, you should, when you write a cold email, especially to a mentor, always ask them for what it is that you want, but below it say, in return, I am going to teach you what I've learned or something like that where you've, you're bringing something to the relationship. So I think that's great advice, but... So to end, is there anything, uh, what actions do you wish you saw more young women in particular taking this year that you thought that were, was really missing in 2013? Oh, that's a really stumper. That's a really good one. So um, I think to be fearless and to ask. So um, one thing I will say is millennials are far better than baby boomers, my generation, at um, asking for things that they need. Um, so, you know, own it and definitely continue doing that. Um, be visible, so get out there and be uh, in the networking events, but also try and get media attention because the media attention will give you uh, credibility. So, um, you know, it, it lays that foundation of, oh, okay, the Wall Street Journal has written about me or, you know, Forbes or Entrepreneur Magazine. So trying to get into, you know, the bigger publications is also uh, a good idea as well. I like that you listed that. Be fearless and and take action. Make sure that people are, are seeing who you are because you did list that in your article as well, that more women are un- unveiling their cloak of invisibility. So it's a great, a great piggyback. So, Jerry, where can everyone find out more about you? Because I follow you on Twitter. I know that I've liked your page on Facebook. And Ventureer always has some new and awesome resource coming out. Oh, terrific. So, yes, absolutely uh, follow me at uh, uh, or um, come to my website at Ventureer.com. Follow me on Twitter uh, at uh, uh, Ventureer. And read me on Forbes, so uh, you can automatically follow me, so the articles come to you once a week. Or um, oh, you know, awesome! I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, so um, absolutely follow me on Forbes. There's, I forget where it is, but I think it's near the top of the uh, the page. Um, and then once a week, you'll always get my um, articles. So I always write on uh, Wednesdays, just about. Um, like 11.30-ish on Wednesday. So if you ever want to see my uh, newest article, that's the best time to uh, check out, check it out. And there'll always be an announcement um, on Twitter. Uh, but again, the easiest way is just, just follow me on Forbes. Fantastic. Well, Jerry, thank you so much for joining us today. Terrific. Thank you for having me. All right, everyone, you've been listening to Jerry Stangle. She's the founder, president of Ventureneer.com and a contributor to Forbes. Hopefully you'll all check out this article if you haven't already. I feel like everyone is talking about it right now. 11 Reasons 2014 will be a breakout year for women entrepreneurs. I'll make sure that I link to it below this video. Make sure that you sign up for more from YFE at yfe.me forward slash mailed it. This has been Jennifer Dono for another daily live webcast from called GenCast. Hope to see you next week, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern.